begin with a blunt statement, but I think one that's true. Um, in my experience, I have never heard anyone use the phrase being on the right side of history who had a reasonable argument for why they believed what they believed. It, it's, it's a phrase, I think, that, that has come into our public discourse that's, that's extremely problematic. It's problematic on a number of levels. One, it in fact shuts down conversation. Um, two, the problem is why, why does history have sides? Um, does it have sides? What is the side of history that you want to be on if it has sides? As a historian, I have to admit I don't believe history has sides. It's the, the story of human history, the interactions, the, 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 the love affairs, the wars, the, the thoughts, the life, the birth, the death of, of, of various people, millions and billions of people, in fact, is way too complex to have one side and another. The idea that history has sides in fact, is problematic, very, even from a very basic level, let alone for having conversations about major issues facing civilization. But where did this come from? It's a bit deeper than our current uh, political discourse. The idea that history has sides can be traced, I think, to two different sources. One is what's called the Whig concept of history which is the, the idea that, that things will simply get better and better as we go. It's based on human achievement. The other is, is that by Hegel, the philosopher Hegel. And he had a very similar concept as the, as the Whig concept of history. Um, it just depends, the, the nuances might be a little different, but at, at its root, both of these ideas are that human achievement is the core of human history, and there's a certain way in which history is progressing, and if you're not in fact aligned with that certain way of progression, then in fact you're not on the right side of things. It's, it's used, in fact, it, it's used in different ways. I mean, those who at one point opposed a policy of a government that is now popular are asked later, don't you wish that you had thought back then to have been on the right side of this issue? The, it's all, the, the right side, however, is not necessarily determined by any facts or figures or, or the right narrative, but simply by electoral majorities and that in that uh, given time. And I think Americans should understand their history well enough to know that things swing back and forth anyway. The question, however, isn't simply a, one of historiography, which is simply a fancy word for saying how you tell history. The question, I think, is much more fundamental because as Christians, we believe in a God who not only created all that is, that in fact created what we refer to as history, but invaded history in the person of Jesus. And when, when we take seriously the incarnation of God in time, then as Christians, I don't think we have the right to talk about which side of history one should be on based on human achievement. What is human achievement when compared to the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ? And so when we talk about history and being on what side of it, um, from a Christian perspective, there is no side. In fact, there are no sides, there are no angles. There's simply the question of whether or not we have become defined by and are actually aware of the reality of God's work in the world begun in Jesus and continued after his resurrection in those who are filled with the same spirit 
that raised Jesus from the dead in history. This is something I get to do as a historian. I get to point out that God was raised in history. That's one of the radical notions of Christianity. God worked in something tangible. He walked and talked among us. We killed him. He died a physical death and rose in a physical body. And the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, the same spirit that the Father sent to raise the Son from the dead is the same spirit that is in the heart of every single Christian. So for the Christian, the question isn't, am I on the right side of history? The question is, where is God going? And in fact, I think that's a much more interesting question. And so, where is God going? We know where God has been. We have seen God at work, not only in Jesus, but in the apostles, in the early church, in the, in the medieval church, in the Renaissance church. We, God has been working the whole time. And the narrative of those who have been following Jesus is a continuation of what I think is actually the real issue in history, which is, how do we become a part of this great cloud of witnesses, these saints by the millions who have followed Jesus? That's a question I think that is interesting. Now, where is God going? Well, the scriptures tell us. God, who believes in redeeming us in history, has told us in scripture that he will, in fact, make all things new you can read the book of Revelation. It's not a scary book because what is it? It's the book that tells us that God is going to wipe away every tear. He's going to, in fact, make everything new again. The, the story of Christianity is of God working in history and of those who have been filled with the same spirit, who are moving with him to the culmination of all things. That's a story worth telling. And there are no sides. The question is, are we in fact following God's lead? Are we being faithful or are we following our own? And I hope that the answer to that is that we are being faithful. <laughs>